Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, Father God, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we ask you to uh, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to we welcome the Holy Spirit into the podcast. We ask you to allow us to get an understanding of your word. Help us apply it to our lives. Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Man. So the verse of the day is John 7, 37. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Subject, pouring into the thirsty. Christian truth, so I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm thirsty for Christ. I'm thirsty for righteousness. I'm seeking only Christ. I'm ready, Jesus born to me. One night after prayer, I was waiting for the Lord to speak to me. He said unto me, I only pour into the thirsty. He said, thirsty people won't stop looking until their thirst is quenched. He said, as I pour into my people, their cup will run over as long as they are thirsty for me. I used to work out a lot. And when I did on the way to the gym, I would stop and get a Powerade or I would buy the really big cases from Sam's. But when I worked out, I get so thirsty because I would sweat so much. Well, one day I was in the gym. I took a small break, grabbed for my bottle of Powerade. And this guy comes up to me and says, you know, this is the worst beverage you t- for to drink to quench your thirst. I said, OK, what do you recommend then? He said Gatorade. I said, okay, well, I, just, I said, I just bought this one big thing, a Powerade, and I didn't want to waste my money, so I kept drinking it. Months went by, and I had someone else to tell me, no, just plain water is best. It's, it's the best thirst quencher. Long story short, I learned it's personal preference. With our walk with Christ, we all have our choice of what we will and won't do. And sometimes, some of us, listen to the bible and some read the word a whole lot and some pray a whole lot others just do what they feel but we all are looking for one thing which is a deeper meaning to our relationship with him and how to understand him more so we thirst for him we look for him when we learn more about him as we seek him how bad do you thirst for christ Do you seek him with your whole heart? Do you allow other things to quench your thirst? John 4 and 14 says, but whoever drinks the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become will become in in him a spring of water welling up their eternal life. Jesus says here, when we drink of him, we won't be thirsty again. And a lot of times we are thirsty for the wrong things and wrong attention. And we allow our thirst for Christ to be drowned out for other things of this world. As long as we are seeking God, our thirst for him will be quenched. The the hunger for him will always grow as we seek God. We will learn what we need to do to hear him, pray, be patient. We learn what we need in our day, which is him, right? We learn that we give ourselves to him, our cup will run over. John 7 and 37, on that last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried, if anyone is thirsty, let him cry, come to me and thirst and drink. Sorry. Jesus urged us every day to come to him, to spend time with him. And he can give us the peace we need. He can give us the joy we seek. He can give us everything and more. But we must come to him. We must be willing to yield ourselves to him without us coming, without us coming to him. He would never make us. 
He would never shake his finger if we don't. He'd just wait for us to come. How many of us need peace in our life? How many of us need more love in our life? We can give, he can give us this and more. Psalms 42, 1 through 2 says, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? The word of God tells us that the author pants for God. He longed for God. He thirsts for God. He said, I'm like a deer. I need water. I need some way to quench my thirst. I know I can get that from God. The author wasn't lost with who he needed. He knew he wanted what God had to offer, but he knew he had to seek him. Seeking God is so easy. It's so easy for the thirsty to pour into, to, to be poured into by God. As long as we are clean vessels and seek him with our whole heart, he, we will have what we need from him. Today, what are you seeking? Who do you look for to give you what you need? Today, we learned that God could give us what we need and that he's ready to pour into us. A privilege can quench our thirst, but we are back for more. God can quench our thirst, but the thirst will, he, we will need him to quench. He can take care of everything. God knows we need him more. And every time he, he will pour more into us, each pour will become deeper and more. But we have to accept what he's trying to pour into us this season. A lot of us are in a drought. Some of us are in our lonely season because we have forgotten how to look for God. But some of us are in a season where we want to go to deeper realms and have more encounters with him. And we can have that too when we seek him and only for more. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Father, we thank you for your the provision you have, you have over our life. We thank you for always giving us exactly what we need. Father, please pour into us. Clean us if you have to, but please pour into us. Forgive us if we seek other things to quench what we need. Forgive us if we place our trust in other people and things. Today, Father, we learned that you're the only one who can provide for us. Today, we learned that we must seek you, Father. Help us to seek you with our whole heart each and every day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, the topic is pouring into the thirsty. As I was sitting there and I was getting the word from, from the Holy Spirit, it made me realize in order to grow in God, we have to seek him more. Sometimes we can get to a plateau because we, let's just say your daily routine is 30 minutes, 30 minute prayer in the morning, 30 minute prayer at night. Okay. But you starting wanting more of him. So you must do maybe an hour prayer or 45-minute prayer. The more we give, the more he will pour. He's only going to pour into them that are clean vessels. So we always talk about on this podcast that we must have clean hands, must have clean ears, must have clean eyes. Now, a lot of people don't want to monitor what they listen to, what they watch what they do with their hands. But in order to grow in God, you must be careful what you do because he will stop pouring into them that doesn't care about what they do. That's why you always hear me say, God, open my ears and open my eyes because I want to see deeper. I want to hear more. 
See, when we pray, God gives some people the ability to see and they call shears. I'm a shear. Some people, he gives them the ability to, to see, to, 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 to even get visions um, deeper. They're, they're prophets. So there's a difference between prophet and shear. We're not going to get into it because I'm going to pull away from the lesson. But as I grew in this ability that he's given me, I had to spend more time. So an hour of prayer wasn't enough. So I do an hour in the morning. I do an hour doing lunch. I do an hour before bed. And if I want to more, I have to give more. We have to understand it's almost like an ATM. You put your money into the bank. Let's say you put $200 in. Well, you want to get $50 out. If you didn't put any money in, you can't get any money out. The more we invest our time into God, the more we give ourselves into God, the more he will pour into us, the more he will take us to higher depths. But we have to be willing to give ourselves to him. And I always say this, is that I only have time in my life to give to God. And I know that's not enough. But when I gave my life to God, that's why I told him I have is only have time in my life. And I give it to you. Use me according to however you want to use me. He uses me to teach. First, he started giving me the ability to write, which is scribe anointing. So I wrote. Wrote for three, four years, still writing. And that's basically how it started. It started off with eight people, then a hundred, and then it grew. And now I have X amount of thousands and thousands of subscribers that I write to daily. So then he said, do the podcast. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to talk. I, I'd rather write. And then no one won't hear, me, hear my voice. Because I know you're going to do the podcast. Long story short, here comes the podcast. So as you give yourself to God, your calling will grow. We all start off with assignment. We all start off with a calling, but it's up to us to walk in that calling, walk in that assignment. And some of us aren't walking in this because we won't give ourselves to God. I have a lot of people message me a day. How do I get started in my calling? How do I find out my calling? How did you start off your calling? I kept asking. I asked every day, God, what is my calling? What do you want me to do? And I had people prophesy on me. I had people tell me this. I had people tell me that. But I wanted him, God, to tell me. And as I gave myself to him, he told me, this is what I want you to do. But in order to teach, we must give ourselves to God so he can teach us, so we can teach others. It's no way to get in the pulpit. Now, some people do. But the honest way... Is you is no way to get in the pulpit and teach others, and you're not living that life, and you're not teaching it right. We all have one person we go to, which is the Holy Spirit, to get our lesson. And if you're not going to Him daily, allowing Him to pour into you, how do you think you're going to teach others? It's no way. It's no way. But the scripture today tells us that. Jesus stood up. He said, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. We must go to God. He's saying, come to me. 
He's holding a big sign up. He's saying, come to me so I can, so I can quench your thirst. Some of us is walking around here. We're trying to find things to give us peace, to help us relax, help us detox, help us do this, help us do that. And the only thing we need, only source we need is God. The only source we need is Christ. But we must take that time and say, Father, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going, but I know you know where I should be. And I need you to pour into me. And I need you to help me submit into you and help me to allow you to change me. Because we have to allow him to do it. Because a lot of us say, I want it, but we don't do it. We're hearers, but we're not doers. You can listen to the Bible all day, friends, and don't know anything because your heart is not into changing. We have to tear down the walls and allow God to pour into us, allow the Holy Spirit to pour into us when we read because we can study that word. I have known people that will get a pen and paper out and they will study. They will study for hours. And I see it, and I'd be like, okay. Or they would tell me, oh, I studied. This is what I studied. Okay, what what, what is it? Well, I, I, you can read it. No, I want you to tell me. And they can't tell me anything. Because they're just doing it. Because it's a routine. We have to get out of being in a routine cycle with Christ in order for him to pour. We have to have that thirst, that that thirst of want to want more, that thirst of, of wanting him to help us stay on fire. Because the moment that your fire goes out, people of God, the moment that you stop reading your word, the moment you stop praying, a heaviness gets on you. Because it gets hard for you to get back there. It's hard for you to read the word. It's hard for you to pray. Because your flesh is like, oh, no, you're not making me do that again. It's no way I'm going in that prayer closet. There's no way I'm praying. There's no way I'm reading my word. Because the flesh don't want to do it. So that's why every day is important. Us as Christians or believers of God, it's important that we take our word out and we make ourselves sit. And we make ourselves listen for the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of times we get so lost into, I got to go. I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And we get so lost into it that we lose focus because we want to go. So in order for God to pour into it, in order for Christ to pour into us first, we must learn to sit and wait and submit if you can't submit you can't wait patiently ask him help help me to be patient help me to come to you help me to have that desire because he's not going to make us do anything that we don't want to do he's not going to make you he's not going to wake you up at night and say hey lose time to get up let's go pray Hey, I don't want you to go read your Bible. Now, for me, in my walk with him, because our walk is different, 
everybody walk is different. He'll wake me up and say, hey, um, I need to talk to you about something. Not in those words, but more or less. And I get up and I sit on the edge of the bed or I sit up and I listen for him. Or he say, hey, can you turn to chapter 2, 2 Chronicles 2? You know, and he give me the chapter or whatnot. And then sometimes he'd be like, okay, when are you reading your Bible? I'm like, well, I can read it now. Because I develop a relationship with him. And I'm eager for him to know what he wants from me. Like the night he gave me this devotion. After prayer, I waited for him to speak to me. And he said, I want to pour into my people. He said, I want to pour into the thirsty. But where's the thirsty? He didn't say this, but I'm saying this to you. Where's the thirsty? Are you thirsty? What are you thirsty for? Some of us are, are at the end of the day, we, we, we go out, we get something to eat because we're hungry. Or some of us might fix a drink, which I don't. But whatever you do in the evening, you, you long for that, right? But how many of us long to, to be in his presence? How many of us long to worship him? We have to learn that we need to give more and more of ourselves to him each and every day. Okay, let's look at um, one of our reference verses today. Go to Psalms 107 and 9. If you have your Bible, Psalms 107 and 9. Remember, Psalms is in the middle of the book of the Bible, right in the middle. If you split the Bible in the middle, you always land on Psalms. Okay, Psalms 107 and 9. In the NIV, it says, For he has satisfied the thirsty soul, and the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. For he satisfies the thirsty, and he fills the hungry with good things. He satisfies the thirsty. No matter any time you go to him, and you say, God, I need peace. God, I need love. God, I, I need more of you. He's going to give you that. It's no doubt in my mind. I went to him and said, God, I, I need to be comforted. God, I, I need peace. Uh, the other day, uh, today, it's, you're going to hear this tomorrow so or the next following day. But whenever you hear it, today I, I walked outside and, and I took in a deep breath. I said, Holy Spirit, please give me peace. And I did it again. <sighs> Holy Spirit, please give me peace. Because I felt overwhelmed. And when I walked in, my, my mom looked at me and she said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I just needed a minute. She said, okay. And when I did that, before I even went back inside, I felt peace. Because when we seek him, he's there. When we ask him to pour into us and we're clean vessels, he's there. And if you feel like your hands, your eyes, and your body is not clean, ask God, how can I get my, my vessel clean? Show me what I'm doing to make my vessel that dirty. Because I want you more. I want more of you. But I know you won't pour into me because I have not been clean. And he will do it. He will show you, hey, you need to work on this. You need to work on that. God wants to pour into us. God wants everyone to go to heaven. God wants us to have a dedicated relationship with him. But we must be able to say, 
I need this for him. That I need this. And Father, I know you can give this to me. And I have faith that you will do this. Because the moment that we start doubting is the moment that you won't receive. So on top of submitting, we must be patient and we must seek him. These are three things that we must do. Let's look at one more verse. Uh, Philippians 4 and 7. I'm just going to read it off here. In the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. As long as we are seeking God, we will have peace. As long as we are seeking God, we, we he will show us the way. Now, I know some people will be like, well, I do see God and um, I still have trouble. Yes, the Bible says this. You will have trouble, tribulation. You will have sorrow. These are things that you will have. But the thing is that you will suffer these things, but you will have a peace. Things will be happening. And you sit there and everyone will be like, what's wrong with her? Shouldn't she be acting crazy? No, because I believe in God. And he gave me peace about this. Everyone else can be crying and wailing and holding their chest and beating the floor. But you sit there because God giving you peace. Because God never said, and people don't teach about this. They, they tell people, get your soul saved. You're, you're being happy and you be filled with joy. And that's what I thought when I, got, I gave my life to Christ. That everything stops. That I have like the most pristine life. That everything's be rainbows and butterflies. That I'd be laughing all the time. No. No, they didn't tell me that it's still sorrow. They didn't tell me that you'll still be lonely. They didn't tell me that you have days where you're like, why do I feel like I'm alone? No one tells you this, but in the Bible, it says this, you will have sadness and sorrow and tribulation. Long story short, because I can't quote it. So that's me paraphrasing it. You're going to have sorrow. You're going to have these things. But with God, you're going to have peace. With God, as long as you're seeking him and he's pouring into you, you're going to have peace. You're going to have understanding. But you have to understand that you must seek him. He's asking, he's telling us today, come to me. Let me pour into you. Let me change what's going on. Give me your situations. Give me your problems. But as long as we're not doing that, he can't help us. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Remember to click the like, subscribe, or follow button wherever platforms you're on. Thank you. Have a blessed night.